Hello and welcome to Chakras 101, where I'll be talking all things chakras, meditation, tarot cards, spirit guides, and anything else in between. It'll be mainly about my journey and um, how I came to work with these different modalities and how I've used them to enhance my life and, as what I say, heal from within. So come and join me. Take care. So today's podcast um, is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to look at a similar kind of theme really to what I did last month. So I'm going to look at all of the different planetary aspects, whereas last month um, I just focused on the on the full moon. I'm going to look at, because there's lots of different things happening uh, in the cosmos. Um, um, there's lots of planets that have gone retrograde. There um, lots of things going on. So I'm going to talk about this. And then I'm going to look at the the full moon and how this will affect us as well. Um, so yeah, so this is going to be a little bit different. Um, so it's going to be um, yeah, me chatting, looking at some of the aspects, what's happening, and just but it will just be an overview of how it will affect everybody. So I hope you enjoy. So yeah, on the twentieth of June, which is. Um, in two days time we've got the sun moves into cancer and then in the UK on the 21st of June we've got the summer solstice in the northern hemisphere and obviously it's the winter solstice for those who are in the southern hemisphere because this is obviously dependent on where you are obviously the the as you're probably aware the summer solstice means it's the longest day of light the shortest night time and it's the other way around the longest night but the shortest day for the for the southern hemisphere but with the sun moving into cancer as well that's time it's going to be a time for us to focus more on our family and less less on our ambitions i suppose but that doesn't mean that you don't have to ditch them obviously either um but yeah so and then we've also got um jupiter is in pisces which um, will also go retrograde. So that's going to be from, I believe it's from the 22nd of June. Sorry, the 20th of June to the 29th of July, Jupiter's going to be in Pisces. So that will be a time when we're going to look at our spiritual values um, or we're going to feel more intuitively led um, in any projects that we have or any work that we do but Jupiter's been dotting around I mean Jupiter changes sign every year but Jupiter's kind of been jumping in between Pisces and Aquarius um, and it's going to be retrograde sorry I lost my train of thought then it's going to be retrograde until the 18th of October so after it's been in Pisces it will then move into Aquarius so it'll go retrograde in Aquarius from about the 29th of July until the 17th of October and so it's going to be it, both very different signs um, obviously one is an air sign one is a water sign so very different but also the influences will be very different as well 
Um, I know that Jupiter in Pisces affects my fifth house. It's to do with romance and um, and love and partnership. It's not partnerships, but to do with love. Um, we've also got a Saturn retrograde um, and Pluto as well. And obviously, at the moment, we've still got Mercury retrograde. So there's lots of ret retrogrades. Um, and a retrograde is it's when it it looks like um, the planet is actually is going backwards um, so it appears to be moving backwards through the zodiac but obviously of course it isn't moving backwards because um, the planet planets the planet's not actually moving backwards but it just looks that way from the way that we can see it from earth so like I said we've got four planets in retrograde so with all these plan planetary influences we will because with a retrograde you can it's a chance for you to reflect um and look look back um you know you and yeah reflect and look back really i mean obviously mercury retrograde happens every year and it happens a, a few times a year um there's always seems to be a lot of spin about mercury retrograde it's like oh because it's communication lots of things people experience lots of things going wrong with computers and different forms of communication which can obviously happen but retrogrades are also a time for you to uh, to slow down so this can be as simple as you know reducing your screen time and sitting with yourself sitting with your family um, and implementing new lifestyle changes and just slowing down and changes that are gonna um that your soul is leading you towards so it doesn't always have to be a negative experience yeah so mercury retrograde that ends on the 22nd of june and then after it ends we always have um a shadow period so the shadow period will last um until the 7th of july and that is where the, we still experience the influences of Mercury retrograde, but it's obviously shadow, so it's not as intense. Um, now I'm going to start go back to the Jupiter retrograde. So Jupiter goes into Pisces, um, and this is a time to look again to look back, um, look at what we believed previously. Uh, and reflect on changing and adapting the way that we go about things. And also Jupiter is a planet of expansion. It's a positive planet, planet um, abundance. Um, you know, things are always possible with this planet. You know, it's, life is a journey where we're constantly learning as well. So it is a very, um, so basically you can ask yourself what is being highlighted for you at this time? Um, it can shake things up for you as well. So you might want to ask yourself, you know, so try and, you know, what, what is it that I want to change? Is, is there anything that I want to change? So you try and keep your mind a bit more fluid um, and be a bit more open-minded. Um, and it can help you focus as well. Because from my own experience, change is one of the things that you can rely on and change can be very uncomfortable depending on what this change is but then if we're it makes me think of the the tower tarot card that if we're prepared for this change and we can see that it's coming then it's it's not always a bad thing 
um, to be, you know, when, when we're warned about it. Um, yeah, so it's going to go into Pisces, sorry. And um, so you, you might be focusing more on your spiritual values and intuitively-led projects, as I've said previously. Then when it goes into Aquarius, Aquarius is about society and how we see it being humanitarian um, we could find that we're questioning the way that we see things the way resistance to societal change society's changes at this time and obviously in England our um, locked full lockdown has been extended for another month it would have been interesting if this hadn't because we were supposed to come out of lockdown on the summer solstice um, but yeah it's for another four weeks so it'd be interesting to see what how people are going to interpret this and what's going to happen are people just going to get really fed up and have had enough of all the restrictions um yeah and then obviously we've also got saturn as well saturn is also um Sorry, let me just get back to where I was thinking. Yeah, so we've got Saturn as well. That's also in, in retrograde as well. And so this is also going to bring up things because Saturn is a bit more restrictive or can be seen as being restrictive as well. Yeah, so we've also got Saturn as well, which isn't been in retrograde since since May, and Saturn is moving backwards through Aquarius. So this is all about structures and boundaries. That's what Saturn is, and obviously Aquarius, um, even though it's a fixed sign, is is would, in my opinion, rebel against such boundaries. Um, yeah, so Saturn's responsible for delivering challenges, throwing up roadblocks. It's all about maturity as well, because everybody has their Saturn return, which seems to be feared, which is generally around the ages of 29 to 30. So at that age, I was been at university, um, and I was also a mother as well, so it seems quite fitting. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's generally about responsibility um, and stepping up I suppose and the limitations that are upon us when we do um, step into maturity and grow and thrive although that doesn't necessarily have to have to be the case but obviously this is just a general overview so yeah it is doing its annual retrograde so this year it's from the 23rd of May till October and obviously that's when the Jupiter retrograde will end as well so this is what I'm going to talk about. So when it goes uh, appears to be going back backward. So the planet is also it's also about karma. So you could look at this retrograde um, as what it is that you need to to clear from your karma as well. Um, what do you feel um, needs to be needs to be changed as well? Because obviously the retrogrades can be a role about change as well. So. Saturn is Saturn's effects are more external, so that's how it's going to affect you externally, um, and it can make you feel as though that you're climbing up a hill. You know, 
know, when you you're on that, you've got a big hill to deal with, and you've got authority. It could be, it would kind of transmute itself into being that a boss that you've got, and you're kind of working and struggling. Um, and it's also about foundation, structure, traditions. The card that would spring to mind to represent for me, Saturn, would probably be the Hierophant or the High Priest, depending um, on what. Um, which tarot that you use but yeah restrictions so again as i've mentioned previously in the uk we're still in a lockdown as is much of the world so we're still being restricted um in in that way but it's also it's also a chance for you to be able to kind of do like a, an annual review of yourself of your progress of your goals what it is that you want from life um and where it is that you want to go so with it being in Aquarius which I've said is a fixed sign it's a water bearer so they're the humanitarians it's all about platonic relationship love vibe and I suppose you can think of it as the age of Aquarius uh, which is what we are walking into so um, it moved back into Capricorn um, before it returned to Aquarius in December when we had the great conjunction um so when it's kind of going backwards it's going to give you a review um and an opportunity to use the power of saturn in aquarius to do a lot of the inner work um and the ways that you can you can kind of gain more success but also freedom at the same time um because it's interesting isn't it at the minute that a lot of people there's just been legislation in the uk um for people who should be given the opportunity depending on their employer to be able to work at home i think a lot of people have found a sense of freedom being able to work at home um and obviously you don't have the horrible commute as well yeah and with it being in aquarius that which is very future-minded um you may be you it will just maybe it will just mean that you will just yeah just rethink rethink the way that you go about things maybe it will give you uh maybe you feel that you're lacking like a step-by-step -step plan to be able to achieve your goals or you're feeling stuck in some way um also if you've got a lot of structured plans in place this retrograde um, is a time when you can enjoy the fruits of your labor as such so while Aquarius is in Saturn and during this it's going to be really a time of team teamwork technology as well um, friendships um, about setting boundaries if you've got relationships where you need to set boundaries I can think of one that I need where I need to set a boundary um you and because so yes it's going to be time where you're going to be thinking about structures and I think at the minute there's been lots of things by people lots lots of situations where people are thinking about the structures in society um because Saturn was in Capricorn for so long which is the establishment um, which is the old way of doing things so now it's jumping back into Aquarius it's just a new way a new way a new way of working a new way of thinking um, I've I listened to another podcast today and they were talking about Bitcoin um, and alternative ways of you know saving money and then randomly I got a call from someone saying oh this is about crypto um, um, 
currency you I must have signed something I must sign up for things all the time you expressed your interest in signing up for it I don't even remember doing this so I just thought it was very uh, coincidental to say the least so yeah so that's what's going to happen with the Saturn in Aquarius retrograde so obviously we're going to end up at one point with Saturn and Jupiter in Aquarius as well um, so it'll be again I'm he's just going to be kind of interested as to how this um, how this is how this is going to work because I think we can often get quite freaked out with the word retrograde and with having so many different planets um, it can be a bit scary but Saturn because it's related to karma it's going to bring things into your life or bring up things in your life that's for your own good for your own personal growth for you to grow up be wiser feel more confident um, and also with it moving through with it being in Aquarius it's more progressive people loving slowing down you know kind of I think of it as even though in um, in the northern hemisphere it is um it's a sign which is birthed in the winter months in the southern hemisphere so obviously the summer months but yeah so it's it, it it doesn't have to be a bad a bad time um we might find that our social interactions are strengthened that we feel more involved with our community and we feel more self-assured and we can let our unique personality shine through as well so it doesn't have to be labeled as a taskmaster because it's pluto it doesn't have to be a, um boring and restricted because when you mature aside you know people even including myself when you think of yourself maturing it can be it can seem a bit boring but it doesn't that doesn't have to be the case obviously we're all free to develop and grow and interpret things for ourselves yeah so that's how it will play out um it'll be really interesting to find out exactly how it's going to play out for us as well okay so we also have pluto that is retrograde as well and pluto in your chart is it's a generational planet rather than one that is individual to the time and place that you were born so it reflects the generational influences and how that generation will be as a whole um, and it's also the smallest planet as well in the cosmos so um, I've got my generation's got Pluto in Libra um, which seeks balance and equality but it can also make it hard to make decisions as well which is true um, plus also Pluto relates to the, the planet itself relates to death and transformation so for me in the tarot cards it would obviously be death or the tarot cards that I use I think the card is transformation so um, but obviously it's more to do with a new, a new beginning um, so the brand new generation the baby's born now um, we've got Pluto in Capricorn until 2024 so while it's in retrograde it is essentially giving you a green light it's also can create a bit of chaos and upheaval as well so Pluto went retrograde on the on my birthday the 27th of April to the 6th of October and um, again it's a planet that goes retrograde once a year for six months 
Um, but it's not, I mean, even before I was doing the research for this, I didn't realise that it was retrograde every year. The most uh, well-known retrograde, I suppose, is, is Mercury. So unlike Mercury, which can, can jump in and out about three times a year, um, Pluto retrograde lasts for a full continuous six months. So it's a time for a fresh start. After So if you've been feeling stuck, it is time for a fresh start and transformation. So while it is in Capricorn, while the retrograde goes for Capricorn, it's going to be much a bit more grounded. Um, and then we've got that along with the, the Capricorn super full moon as well. So you might find that you're able to deal with these transformations and changes with a bit more of a pragmatic approach um, and obviously we've got a lot of changes still still coming up um, obviously I speak a lot about the UK because that's where I'm based uh, and we've got well there seems to be things all the time and obviously we've got um, we're still in a lockdown here and I think it's we're not sure when it's going to happen there's transformations in the workplace as well lots of people are working from home and that looks like that's going to continue as well so yeah that's just a brief outline of some of the changes um but yeah that's what's happening here but also up throughout the world as well there's obviously I, different things happening so it's just interesting how these planets how they play out and how you can use it as a, a prediction really then we've also got Neptune, which is retrograde this summer. And this, again, this happens every year. And it's from the 25th of June to the 1st of December. And again, it'll be revealing or shining a light on a few hard truths. Um, this time it's in its own planet of Pisces as well. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be a little bit more... It's quite dreamy, is Neptune. And also Pisces is very sensitive as well um so it will be interesting to see how how that plays out as well but yeah so it's going to be a bit more of a dream so there's lots of um, there's lots of war planets in water signs that are retrograde and then obviously we're in we're in cancer as well the sign of water a water sign of water um a water sign um so yeah it's going to be interesting to see to see how things transpire but I just also wonder if people are just going to be a lot more in tune with their emotions as well um, at this time and then obviously uh, the Sun goes into cancer that is on the 24th um, then we've got the full moon on the 24th of June that's in Capricorn and it's also a super moon as well um, called the Strawberry Moon, and it's the last super moon of 2021 as well, like the third and final super moon. So yeah, we've got a lot of planetary and cosmic influences going along at the moment, which could be calling more and more people um, to, to to walk down a spiritual path as well. Um, yeah, but also yeah, going back to Neptune in Pisces, so it could also kind of create and provoke and kind of unearth or well not unearth because it's not unearth bring more turmoil and instability um so it would be a time to kind of reflect that could be instability in the as a whole in the world 
Um, it could also be just within your own life as well. So I suppose it depends how it aspects your personal chart. So it would be a time to kind of look within um, to yeah just kind of reflect on um and reflect on yourself reflect on what it is that you want on what it is that you want to do as well that would um how it would play out i'm not sure what my neptune's in actually i'd have to check um yeah i'd have to double check what mine's in um so yeah so this in general when it comes to launching activities it urges you to be more peaceful and neutral as well so um, you might find that there's lots of emotional growing up going on, being more responsible. Um, yeah, so that's that's going to be interesting. Yeah, so going back to the full moon. Sorry, I'm digressing. Um, so obviously, as I spoke about it in the last podcast last month, the full moon kind of marks the peak of the moon cycle. So it's... Um, the energy is going to be more magnified with it being a super moon as well and it's going to magnify areas in your life but with it being in Capricorn it should be a little bit more grounded um, so it could be asking you I mean Capricorns um, are, as a general general description want to be successful and being the goat they will forge ahead to, to, to get success so this could be a chance to to look at what it is that you want to work on what it is that you want to to build in the next six months what you want to let go of um as well because obviously full moons are time to let go and release uh, and you find yourself in a deeper deeper sense of awareness as well um so again as usual with the full moons I get really affected by them as well you can find yourself having um, difficulty sleeping you can feel more drained um, and you can feel more emotional during the full moon so it's always advisable to take care of yourself um, practice whatever self-care techniques that you'd like to do it's also a really good time to journal as well I, um, I pulled a card for myself asking what do I need to know about this full moon and um, I was using Rebecca Campbell's um, deck um, and I got boundaries so um, obviously it's boundaries with other people boundaries that you set with yourself and this particular card talks about how when we don't have clear boundaries we can and we're always saying yes to people that we can feel end up feeling a bit resentful because you really want to say no and it can be quite difficult to say no um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting and it really does resonate with me as well, um, definitely. So I'm going to leave it there. Um, if you want to listen to the full moon meditation, you can listen to the previous episode that I did, that at the end of it there is a meditation, but I haven't included it in this episode because it will just make it a little bit too long. So I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Um, I've also written a blog post about this as well, if um, if you want to read that. And I'm going to be doing, on my Facebook page, I'm going to be going live and doing a full moon meditation. I'm really hoping that I can do it outside if it's going to be nice enough and if it's going to be the skies are going to be clear. It'll be nice to sit outside as well under the full moon. Um, and 
go live and pull a few cards but anyway take care and um, thank you thank you for listening